0: Good morning, everybody. Um, Today's passage is from Proverbs 24, and it's verses one and then verses 17 to 22. Um, These passages they give us a wisdom about how we can guard our hearts from comparing ourselves to others, basically to to our enemies. It says in verse one, "Do not envy the wicked; do not desire their company." Now, have you ever been in a situation where you have done everything in the right and proper way, but somebody else decides to cheat the system and ends up in a better position than you? Well, when this happens, especially if it's been happening time and time again, it can be tempting to then follow in the wrongdoer's footsteps. If they're getting away with it, why shouldn't I? And the example that came to mind for me, that always frustrated me when I was younger, was going to the theme park. On a sunny day, maybe Alton Towers or Thorpe Park, we're queuing up, we've been waiting the queue for hours, and you get a group of people, probably a group of rowdy teenagers, who push past you and pretend they're going to find someone further down the queue. And I always thought, this is so unfair, we've been waiting here all day in the heat, we haven't been going on many rides because we've been waiting for hours and hours, and they seem to get away with it. And it was quite easy for me to quickly become envious of them, and it even made me consider whether we should do the same thing, seeing as it worked out so well for them. And this is exactly the dangerous mindset that the beginning of this proverb warns us against. To not envy the wicked or to desire their way of doing things. As even when evildoers seem to prosper, we shouldn't give in to the desire to be with them in their sin. As these temptations can stain our Christian virtues, our peace and even the blessings that God has in store for us. And that's exactly what the evil spirit wants to corrupt us. Now, to some of us, it might seem obvious not to become jealous or envious of those who do wrong in the eyes of God, especially when we're quite strong and mature in our faith. We don't often have desires to do wrong. But here the writer is also challenging us not to just avoid wicked people and acts, but also not to become self-righteous in our faiths by gloating when our enemies are eventually punished. It says in verse 17, Do not gloat when your enemy falls. When they stumble, do not let your heart rejoice. It can be easy to secretly feel a sense of satisfaction when those who we deem to be troublemakers get what they deserve. I definitely would have been happy at the time to see those burly teenagers in the queue at Thorpe Park to get told off and taken back out the queue. (laughs) However, these passages challenge us to check our hearts and to check that our hearts are blameless and pure in spirit, because God cares about our attitude, even to our enemies. Therefore, it is inappropriate to rejoice when our enemies fall, as it does not reflect the loving characteristics of a follower of Christ, but also as justice over evil is God's victory and not ours. To gloat over another's misfortune is to make ourselves the avenger, and to put ourselves in the place of God who is alone the real judge of the earth. And it can be easy as Christians to think that we know what's best and to be pleased when we see that what looks like justice comes to pass. But there is a really thin line between praising God for what he has done and celebrating in the misfortunes of our enemies. And God takes this command so seriously that He is willing to test our character by seeing how we react when our enemies fall. And if God sees our rejoicing over the fall of the wicked, it says in verse 18 that the Lord will see and disapprove and turn his wrath away from them. So he's saying he may turn his wrath away from the wicked man just to rebuke our proud, unloving heart. Our character is important to God. He sees our hearts and our secret desires but Christ ultimately teaches us to love our enemies and to trust God to deal with the people according to their actions. How do you feel when your enemies get what they deserve? Do you secretly rejoice or do you thank God for his control over justice? The next verse in verse 19 says, Do not fret because of evildoers or be envious of the wicked. We are told not to worry about evildoers. But that can be hard, especially when what they are doing is directly affecting you. But as Christians, we can let go of the responsibility to take all justice into our own hands and just trust that God is in control and has a completely perfect, eternal justice system. We often do not know how God's justice system will play out. But there is no point worrying about what is going to happen to those who have done us wrong because we have certainty through God's word and through his promises and his character that each person's justice is in safe hands. And because he's all-seeing, all-knowing, all-loving and all-powerful, we as Christians not only have hope in justice, but ultimately have hope in our eternal futures. Whereas it states in verse 20 that for the evildoer has no future hope. And the lamp of the wicked will be snuffed out. And this is speaking of the death waiting for the evil man, both in this life and in the next. Any good or pleasure they experience in this life is the best they will ever have or experience. We don't need to worry about or be envious of people who live evil lives because we know that the wicked man has no prospect for the future. God is just and God is in control. Nothing will stop his will. Therefore, we shouldn't underestimate him by worrying about how other people are living their lives. So far in these passages, we've been told a lot of don'ts. Don't do this, don't do that. And the only do in this passage is in verse 21. And that is, fear the Lord and the King, my son. And fear here is not to terrify us into following him, but it's a healthy, healthy, comprehension and acknowledgement of God's great and awesome power the kind of fear which ignites a deep desire to grow in our relationships with God which in turn will help us respond to others in a godly way and to guard our hearts from wrongdoers. This verse states that it is wise to fear both the law and those in charge as such as our governments for both punish rebels However, the audience of obedience is important; We should always put God before the King, because God is to be served in the first place always and we are also told, do not join in with rebellious officials for those two will sudden for those two will send suddenly so for those two will send sudden destruction on them, and who knows what calamities they can bring. Ultimately, these verses are warning us against comparing ourselves to our enemies and being drawn into either the same wrongdoings as the wicked or in be- into becoming so self-righteous that we forget to give God the glory for eternal justice of the world. Comparing ourselves to others isn't always as obvious as we think, but it can be really destructive for our characters and the purity of our hearts. So my prayer for us today is that we can become more aware of where we sit on that scale. Are we tempted to compromise our characters in Christ in certain areas of our lives to make things more convenient for us to fit in with the world? Or are we more prone to assuming the self-righteous position of gloating when our enemies fall? Because neither of these mindsets bring us closer to God. And therefore, we should be careful to guard our hearts and our minds and our words from these traps. And instead, trust that God is just and he's in control. And either acknowledge for the first time today or rediscover the healthy or inspiring fear that we should all have of our Heavenly Father. And I'm just going to end in a prayer. Lord, we just thank you that you are in control And we are so sorry for where our hearts are not pure and where we have secretly rejoiced over others' failings. Help us guard our hearts from any jealousy of people who live their lives separately from you. Help us trust that you have each person's destiny in your hands and to keep our eyes fixed on you, Lord. Lord, help us recognise your power afresh today and may we go forward today aware of the posture of our hearts. I pray this in your mighty name. Amen. Amen. And I've just got um, just a couple of prayer points from this passage. Um, Yeah, the first is just simply to guard our hearts from comparing ourselves to others and what um, kind of consequences that might bring. Um, And the second is... To help us to not to not to gloat when our enemies fall just to have a, a kind of pure and blameless um heart and um yeah that that does link into the third one to have a, a pure um blameless heart for christ um just that he, he can see our character he knows our deepest desires and just to really um yeah purify ourselves even where others can't see just where god can see us um and yeah just to really be honest with god This morning on HTC Daily we asked God to help us um, to guard our hearts from comparing ourselves to others uh, and to help us not to gloat when our enemies fall and to help us to have and to live with a pure and blameless heart for Jesus Christ alone.